Welcome to the Fuel Lift Thrive podcast, where we talk all things fitness, no-nonsense nutrition, and lifestyle transformation for the modern-day woman who's ready to quit the diets, ditch the scale obsession, and fall in love with being strong. Hosted by yours truly, Alessia Donato, opinionated Italian, lover of all things iron, who also happens to be a certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, life coach, and owner of the Body by Less online nutrition and fitness program. So grab yourself a coffee as we get open and honest about what it takes to build a strong, fit, and healthy body and mind from the inside out. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Happy New Year. I am so happy to be back here recording the first episode of 2022. Gosh, you know, I started the podcast in 2020, literally just in the beginning of the year and then COVID hit and the podcast has changed from the first couple of episodes, I've had a rebrand mid-year, and it's just been a really fun, um, you know, project. And I really can't wait to be bringing you so many amazing episodes for the year. I have a goal to record one new episode for you guys every single week. And it's one of my 2022 goals to grow the podcast, to reach as many people as possible, and to spread the no bullshit health and fitness information that is going to help you get results. And yes, this year is going to be a great one. And you know what? I truly believe that every January we have a chance to fresh, uh, get a fresh start and press the reset button. And um, I don't believe so much in setting these grand resolutions, but I do believe in setting intentions, setting goals and new um, projects that you might want to be taking up. You know, it's whatever it is that you're you know, on the quest for. I believe in you and you need to believe in yourself. And so that being said, I'm actually going to kick off 2022 with a episode dedicated to the 10 nutrition and fitness mistakes that you need to avoid in 2022 if you actually want to get results. Now, these mistakes I have made, I've seen clients make, friends make, like we all have been there. And so I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to preach or tell you that, you know, you have to be perfect. You know me, if you listen to this episode, uh, to this podcast, you know how I roll. But I am here to give you some guidance because January is the month where literally everybody wants to change their health and fitness. Everybody wants to go to the gym. Everybody wants to embark on a new diet or clean up their nutrition habits. Whatever the case may be, everybody is on some mission to change the way their body looks and the way they feel with their health. But as we already know this very, very well, 
A lot of us keep making the same mistakes over and over, year after year, and we get nowhere. And so as a coach, it's my duty, it's my mission to make sure that you are not one of those people. So from this year on, we are not making any of these mistakes. Now, maybe we there are more mistakes out there, but I have consolidated it to the 10 top mistakes that I see nutrition and fitness um, people who are wanting to change nutrition and fitness make and the ones I have also made as well. Now, here's the funny thing. I actually recorded this podcast. I was literally uh, almost at the end of recording this podcast when I realized that I didn't press record. I almost wanted to cry. I I, you know, when you're just like, I, none of my podcasts are scripted, by the way. So I literally, I tell you what it's like. I tell you, tell it how it is. I don't follow a script. I have a guideline, of course, of what I want to talk about, but I never follow a script or read a script because I, it's just not me. And I also don't edit the podcast. Yeah, I don't edit because I don't know how to edit very well. <laughs> I'm being honest here. I don't do editing. I'm not a professional, you know, videographer or editographer, if that's even a word. So everything is candid. Everything is as is. And so yesterday when I was recording this podcast, I literally wanted to cry because I had, you know, shared so many amazing things in the podcast and maybe I won't be sharing the same ones this time, but I'm hoping that this second uh, time round, I am actually going to give you all the information that you need and all the um, experience that I've gone through as well. So let's jump right in. Okay, first mistake I see um, a lot, and this is probably one of the biggest ones, and it's not usually, you know, it doesn't pertain only to people who start their journey in, in January, but it's actually anybody who starts their health and fitness journey or they want to change their habits. They change everything at once. This is so, so common. And, you know, it's it's actually a very, um, it's, it's a kind of, it's a very common issue that I see time and time again. But the reason why we do this is because we want results right now, right? We want to see results immediately. And so we think that by changing everything, we'll speed the results, we'll get faster results. And actually, you are slowing yourself down, if not making it harder for yourself to actually get any results by changing everything at once. So guys, behavior change is hard. It's not easy to change your habits, your behaviors. It's really tough. You know, some behaviors maybe you've had for your whole entire life. You've spent your entire life making the same uh, you know, choices when it comes to food or choices when it comes to fitness or never training, not moving much. And you expect to go from that to all of a sudden making tons of different changes in your life. It's going to feel overwhelming. It's going to feel overwhelming, but it's also going to um, cause you to hit a wall and burn out. You're going to end up burning out and you're, you're not going to be able to sustain it long term. And this is where 
things go wrong. Because if you can't sustain what you've you've changed or, you know, the things that you're trying to change, if it's not sustainable, you're not going to continue doing it. And so then if you're not going to continue doing it, eventually you're not going to get any results. You're going to quit and you're going to go back to your old ways. So changing everything all at once is a recipe for disaster. And this is so prominent on January because everybody wants to start their fitness journey they join a gym they get a membership and they start going to classes or they hit the cardio machines um they don't really have an idea of how to train how to work out how to strength train how to use the machines they don't really know how to exercise right and then they also embark on a diet and usually their fad diets or it's the diet that they've heard their friends um, that they've been doing whether it's a keto diet whether it's a paleo diet low carb intermittent fasting carnivore like you name it right whatever fad is going on plant-based veganuary veganuaries I don't even know how to say that veganuary and, um, you know, they go onto these extreme plans and they go hard, you know, in the first week, maybe even two weeks at best. And then they fail because it's too much to change. It doesn't feel, you know, easy. It feels hard. It's grueling. And then they quit and they stop entirely. And this is the problem. And so this year, I want you to change this mindset i want you to stop trying to change everything at once and i want you to start picking what is the most important thing that you need to do right now one one thing literally so okay maybe it's to change your nutrition habits so start there don't do nutrition and fitness if you know it feels overwhelming if you've never been to the gym in your entire life what makes you think that all of a sudden on January 1st, you're going to go to the gym and go three times a week? It's crazy. So let's stop making this mistake, okay? Stop changing everything at once and start taking action step by step. So how do we do that? How do we actually make a change? Well, first of all, you need to actually understand what it is that you want, what is it that you want to achieve? Have a sit down with yourself, grab a piece of paper or your favorite journal and write it down. Write down your goals, write down what it is that you want, write down what it's going to feel like when you get it, when you imagine yourself, you know, getting that result and write down why it's important to you, who are the people in your life that this might impact and, you know, the big mission or the big why behind your goals. Because there is always a bigger reason behind why you want to lose weight. It's never just, oh, I want to look skinny or I want to look good naked. Of course, we all want to do that. But there's always a bigger reason, whether it's, you know, to play with your kids, to be able to keep up with your um with your friends when they go hiking or maybe even it's to, to do an activity like hiking or take up a new sport or perhaps you hate the way you look and it makes you feel uncomfortable in your body when you look at yourself in the mirror and you feel bad about yourself, you have low self-esteem and that causes you to shy away from going out with your friends, shy away from speaking up in board meetings, whether it is showing up 
you know, for life as you should in all your fullness, in all your beauty, but you don't do it because you don't love yourself. And so you need to really dig deep here. And that is going to be the driving force. And that brings me to the second mistake that I see, which is related when you don't have a real uh, understanding of your goals and what it is that you want and why you rely solely on motivation. Okay. So what happens is that relying on motivation and hype from when you just start or this motivation, this initial drive that you get when you want to change something, right? You get excited and you're like, yes, I'm going to do this. You end up burning out again because motivation is an emotion, okay? You will feel motivated some days and some days you won't feel motivated. It's natural. It's human nature. And it's one of those very fleeting emotions that comes and goes and is affected by external um external things right so for example uh if you've had you know a really long day at work and you're tired you're not going to really be motivated when you come home to make a healthy dinner you'd be you'd much rather just order takeout right but if you've really dug deep into your goals and why you want to achieve what you want to achieve you now have a very big drive behind your actions. So when you do feel like quitting or when you do feel like being like, okay, well, I'm should I make a healthy meal or should I order takeout? You want to go back to your goals and your big why and say, well, is this is this getting me closer to my goal or is it getting me further away? And if it's getting me further away, well, am I okay with that? And that brings me to discipline. So relying on motivation is a big mistake because it's a fleeting emotion. So how do we turn this around when we inevitably life happens and things will get in the way and we won't feel motivated to do thing, the things that we need to do? What do we do? Well, we have to rely on discipline. And discipline is doing what we need to do even when we don't want to. And look, I'm not going to lie. It's not easy, okay? It's not easy to do this. And I want you to think back at, you know, and I just just think back like when you were in school and you had an exam, right? And you needed to pass and at least get a good grade on this exam. You needed to study, right? And you knew that if you didn't study, you wouldn't pass or you would get a really bad grade. And so you can't really get out of that, right? You can't just, you know, sit and hope that you're going to get a good grade if you don't study. And so you have to put into practice discipline to study so you can pass and get a really good grade. And so it's the same thing here. You need to understand that in order to reach your goals, you have to be disciplined. There's no relying on motivation. If you rely on motivation, you're never going to stick to anything. You're always going to be waiting until motivation arrives or you're going to be um, constantly trying to look for ways to find motivation, okay? And there's something that I've learned in my years of coaching through several different, you know, um, 
courses and books and of course uh, certifications is that motivation actually comes from taking action. So you need to first take action and from there you're going to see results, right? From that action and seeing those results is what motivates you to keep going and then you're back to taking more action because you're like, well, this is working. So obviously I'm going to keep doing it, right? So in the beginning, the hardest thing to do is to get started. And really that is the hardest part. Once you get started, it you get momentum and you start seeing results. But inevitably at some point, you know, that, that excitement will wear off. Things will get hard. Things will stall. Maybe you lose a little bit of that, you know, that 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 passion it's normal and you have to be aware of that you have to realize that it's totally normal and I think most people that get you know scared or upset with themselves and they're like well I'm never going to be motivated for that or I'm not I don't have I just don't have the motivation they say this a lot right and I've said it many times Um, people that say that or think that or have that mindset are generally the ones that never manage to make health and fitness a lifestyle. And really, the crux of the matter is, is that if you don't make health and fitness a lifestyle, if it doesn't become part of who you are, you're always going to be on the next diet, or you're always going to be in and out of the gym, spending money, wasting money on a gym membership and never actually getting anywhere with your results. So you need to reframe your mindset and you need to be like, okay, this is a lifestyle and this is something that I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. And that is going to be the the really what's going to keep me motivated because it becomes a discipline, right? And in the beginning, it is very um, hard. It's not easy and it takes effort and it's not you know it's it's uncomfortable it's not always something that you feel good doing but then the more you do it it becomes second nature and it becomes a way of life and that's the thing so for me if i stop training for several days i literally feel like someone's pulled the the rug from underneath my feet and i feel completely up and just, you know, like lost. And it just becomes um, like I'm in a desperate feeling where I have to go back to training. And same thing with nutrition. If I go off track for a couple of days, I feel it and I instantly want to go back and, you know, eat back to where my old habits were. Because that's, I've done it for so long and I've been disciplined enough to, um, to make it a habit and to make it something that's part of my life. And so relying on motivation and hype is not going to help. All right, moving on. Uh, Undervaluing walking, okay? This one is a huge, well, I would say say mistake, but definitely a misconception because people think that to lose weight and to be healthy, they absolutely need to go to the gym or they have to have a gym membership and they have to do crazy workouts like CrossFit or, um, you know, the latest hit fitness class, you know, F45 or Orange Theory, those really intense classes that you're training in the dark with tons of lights and everyone's shouting at you, telling you, come on, do another one, do more, like boot camp style. Like, 
you don't actually need to do that in order to get results. Granted, you do need to strength train. I'm not going to lie and sit here because you know this is all about, you know, this podcast is called Fuel, Lift, Thrive, okay? So lifting is a huge part of my philosophy because strength training isn't just about weight loss. It's about being um, mentally, physically, and emotionally strong, right? The more you are strong physically, the more it kind of spills into your life. But it's also... um, you know, important for bone health, for um, joint health, and um, to 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 age better. So, you know, strength training is a must. However, when it comes to things like cardio and um, activities and 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 fitness. It doesn't need to be so hard. Walking can seriously make massive changes in your life. You can literally just start walking now and you will lose weight because you're going to move more. You're going to burn more calories. You're going to boost your metabolism to burn more fats and to burn more calories at rest, meaning your BMR is going to be higher, your basal metabolic rate, and you will burn more calories. Therefore, you can eat more and not gain weight. And this is really where it's at. So you don't even need to have Uh, special clothes or special shoes or you don't need a membership to walk you can literally just go outside right now and just walk that's it and if it's you know if it's not possible for you to do a lot of walking maybe you have a nine to five job or you're see you're sitting sitting down a lot during the day then there's ways that you can fit it into your schedule such as going for a 10 minute walk after breakfast lunch and dinner Um, that's an extra 30 minutes of walking a day or perhaps um, every hour you get up and you do a couple of steps go up and down the stairs take the stairs instead of the elevator or take the s uh, take the stairs instead of the escalators Um, and even like you know for example at the airport when you go to the airport and there's everybody's just like crowding onto the escalators and I'm just like on the stairs because you know hello I have two working legs so we need to stop being so lazy. We need to move. We need to move more. We sit too much. And, you know, as they say, sitting is the new smoking. I don't know how much truth there is into that, but I do know that walking is underrated and everybody undervalues it and thinks it's way too easy. Well, it's too too simple. But remember, simple is the best, okay? All right. Moving on to mistake number four is thinking that you need to eat like a bodybuilder or fitness influencer to get the body that you want. And guys, this is something that really bugs me. It bugs me to no end. Like it really gets me, um, gets under my skin because as a coach, I have gone through extensive training to coach people like you the listener right now, okay, just a normal general population uh, person who, you know, who, who, who doesn't make health and fitness their entire life, okay, whereas bodybuilders and fitness influencers, and they are two different categories, but very similar, um, generally do bodybuilding or fitness influencing on social media as a career, and all all they are doing is selling their body and their image. They don't have 
Well, most of the time they don't have the qualifications and the coaching skills and experience to actually work with regular people that um, you know are beginners or perhaps they've struggled all their lives with obesity um, or have had uh, gastric surgery or um, you know any not gastric surgery gosh sorry um, bariatric surgery you know weight loss surgery like the band or um, the gastric bypass that kind of thing so they're not used to working with these people and so they automatically think that just because they have a nice body they can simply coach people because they have done it themselves and so automatically they know right but it doesn't work like that because coaching is an art it's a skill and it involves so many moving parts not just the science and the evidence-based coaching skills when it comes to like nutrition and training and all of that and you know anatomy and physiology and those kinds of things but also the art of coaching human beings you know uh, motivational interviewing and being able to communicate and being able to be empathetic and to be able to relate to clients and so a lot of the times if you're going to go and eat like a bodybuilder or train like a bodybuilder or fitness influencer it's not going to fit you because you're a unique person with a totally different lifestyle to this you know personality that you see on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube even that you know they do these swipe workouts or they post pictures of their body and they try and sell you their their supplements or they try and sell you their booty programs or what what have you so there it's not gonna work or even training like a bodybuilder who's most likely on steroids and taking juice and taking enhancements and taking tons of supplements and eats and lives in a totally different way it's ridiculous to think that you can get the same results following their exact plan or their exact diet and so I really think that we need to stop looking at these people as authorities and instead look at them as just someone who you can look to for inspiration and maybe learn a thing one or thing or two but Ultimately, you need to hire a coach and you need to start finding uh, what works for you, a diet that works for you and a fitness program that is tailored to you. So let's stop copying these people and i'm also talking about fitness influencers on youtube there is a huge uh, industry on there of fitness youtubers that aren't coaches that uh, post you know work uh, workouts that you can work out along with them and they are not trained coaches and they do not know who you are they don't know your your level and your skills and your abilities you are very much prone to injuries by following these videos and the programming is absolutely terrible because it's just random it has no uh, progressive overload it has no intelligence behind it it's just random exercises thrown together so please let's stop doing this mistake let's stop making this mistake okay moving on to mistake number five is ignoring your own body intuition and overthinking everything before starting so ignoring your own intuition is something that I think a lot of people do, especially because, you know, living in today's world, most of us 
haven't really been trained, you know, or we haven't been taught really anything about nutrition. Um, they don't teach nutrition at school, um, unless maybe you learn a couple of things here and there in like, um, home economics or uh, biology class, right? But most of the time, you don't really know how to eat, right? Unless you've been brought up in a home where they, your mother or your father or your family has good habits and such. Most of us, we haven't been taught. We just kind of follow what our parents did and their, our parents follow what their parents did. I mean, I still have my family thinking that they believe in the weirdest myths, you know, and in Italy, we have some weird old wives tales for certain things. And so um, it's really hard to get out of those, the, the, that programming and that mindset that can happen in your childhood and um, when you're growing up. So um, that kind of it disconnects you from your own intuition and knowing what's best for you as a person. And then you start reading magazines as a teenager and you start going down the diet trap and you start going down the, the, the that road of fad diets. And then you listen to your friends and then you listen to your favorite celebrity and now it's your favorite influencer. And so you don't really know what's best for you, right? And so if you struggled with obesity your whole life, if you struggled with weight your whole life or disordered eating or even an eating disorder and you've never ever been taught how to actually listen to your body, then you're not going to know how. So how do we listen to your own, um, listen to our own intuition? We actually need to start paying attention and just block out everything that's happening outside. Even if you're with, you know, a coach, even if you're working with me in my body balance coaching program, I would never tell you what to eat, exactly what to eat. I give you guidance. I give you suggestions. I don't give out meal plans specifically for that very reason, because it doesn't teach you anything about yourself. It doesn't teach you about knowing how to eat and good, healthy, um, nutritional behaviors, right? It doesn't, it just gives you this blueprint and you're like, okay, I'm going to follow this. And then what, what happens when I can't follow it? What happens when I'm out or when I'm with a friend having lunch and I can't eat through my meal plan or what happens when I'm traveling or what happens when it, you know, I get bored of it and sick of it. Like then what? I don't know how to eat. And that doesn't teach you how to listen to your own intuition and how to learn about how to eat and how to train. And so you've got to start listening to your body. You've got to start paying attention. And one of the best ways to do this is to keep a food diary and a training log. So for example, if you have never kept a food diary, it could be as simple as just an empty journal and you write down everything that you eat, all the food that you put in your mouth and you drink, you put it down into that journal and you also add how that food makes you feel or how your digestion responds and how your mood is and your your hydration and your sleep, how many hours of sleep you're getting, all of those things. Nowadays, you can actually get some pretty cool fitness watches that can do this for you, like the Apple Watch or the um, Aura Ring and even the Fitbit or even the... Um, uh, oh gosh, I can't even remember the last, uh, the, the, the name of the other one, but um, it it's a very uh, typical one as well on the market. And 
whoop that's it whoop so the whoop band you can get all of this you know in in technology now but you can also keep it very simple and just use a simple food diary and write it all down and start tracking how food makes you feel and look at patterns and look at um, different things, right? Looking at different aspects of how your body feels and how you're mentally and emotionally um, feeling. And that also brings me to overthinking everything before starting. And this is something that I see a lot overthinking you you know feeling like you need to be perfect before you start having all having it all figured out and um that's that's just that's not how it is okay remember that getting started is the hardest part but you can get stuck in analysis paralysis where you you're researching all the best diets and you're trying to figure out what's the best training program the best class the best diet the best everything the best supplements and then you actually never get started and so um and this doesn't only uh it doesn't only affect beginners it affects everybody in every area of our lives in business or in um relationships in 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 self-development it can happen in every area of your life where you start overthinking things and then you don't actually take any action and you just don't get started and so you have to get started even if you're going to make mistakes just keep going just keep going and you will learn along the way and that's the best way to actually learn about your body okay moving on to mistake number six is avoiding the hard work of learning and you're expecting someone to give you a secret or the secret guys i don't know about you but i've read the book the secret and it's a whole big bunch of hogwash okay you cannot manifest your dreams you've got to work hard for them you can think about them you can write them down you can have the best damn program that's written for you from the best coach on the freaking planet and the best dietitian or nutritionist on the planet but if you don't actually put in the work you're not manifesting anything. You're not actually going to bring anything to fruition. So in the book, The Secret, I remember when I first read it, I was fascinated and I really kind of bought into that. And uh, I have my fair share of reasons why I don't believe in that anymore. But one of the things that struck me and I found completely and utterly ridiculous was the notion that you can actually lose weight by thinking yourself thin. And it was just something that made me think, please just shut the fuck up. Okay. Because seriously, it's, it's taking away the power from people and thinking that they can avoid the hard work and get results. Nothing in life that is worth having comes easy. Nothing look at your life right now is anything that you have that is worth having and is precious to you tell me that it was easy that when you when 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 you achieved it and i can guarantee you that your answer is no i don't have any of that in my life because everything was a struggle in the sense that everything was work whether it's a relationship that you want to flourish, you have to put in the work to grow that relationship, whether it is a marriage, whether it's a partnership, whether it's a business relationship, a friendship, any of that needs work, right? 
And uh, for example, if you want to get, you know, a degree, you're going to have to work your freaking butt off to get that degree. You're not going to get that degree just like that. You're certainly not going to manifest it. And so let's stop avoiding the hard work and putting in the work of learning and expecting someone to have the secret. Because guess what? Nobody has the secret. The secret doesn't exist. There are no secrets. The secret is hard work and determination and discipline. And without that, you're not going to get anywhere. And also you need to realize that Part of doing the work is learning about what you have to do in order to get the results that you want. So for example, if you hire a coach and they don't teach you anything and all they do is just give you the blueprint and you need to follow it and there's no education behind it whatsoever, you're going to end up failing and here's why. Because you're going to follow that plan and you might get results, but then you wouldn't have learned anything in the process. You wouldn't have learned anything about how to actually get results on your own. So perhaps you might try going on your own, doing it on your own, and you won't have a freaking clue what to do because there's been no education on why you need to do those things. So for example, if it's following a meal plan, this is very common, or following a diet, a fad diet, and you don't know really why you're doing it. You're just like, okay, well, I'm going to follow this meal plan and then I'm going to get results. Boom, you lose weight, you get results, and then you just like, okay, well, I think I can go, you know, I think I can just take a little break now. And I think I can just like stop doing this and go on my merry way onto my old habits. And then slowly your old habits start creeping back in because you haven't changed your behaviors. You've just followed something blindly without knowing why uh, the reasoning behind the, the program or the reasoning behind that the person who actually wrote it or the coach that gave it to you, they haven't educated you. And so you're now left back at square one. So when you uh, work with me in my Body Balance coaching program, you are guaranteed that when you walk away, you're going to feel so much more confident in how to eat, when to eat, why to eat, why you do the things that you do, why you make the, re- uh, the, the, the decisions that you make and the choices that you make, why you keep making the same mistakes, because I educate you how to train so that you know how to train and you know how to make your own program eventually. And so this is really what it's about. It's about educating yourself and so you can build that autonomy. Okay, so stop avoiding the hard work of learning and expecting to get some sort of secret. There are no secrets. All right, moving on to number seven, thinking that you always have to go hard or go home. So, okay, guys, I don't know about you, but I love going home. Okay, I'm such a homebody. I love my time and my space and my privacy, and I'm a bit of an introvert. And so when I'm out and about and I am sick of people, I just want to go back home. And so go hard or go home, let's go home. But in the world of health and fitness, This is something that I see happening a lot, and especially in women. Women are notorious for taking up way too much on their plate. Not just family, 
work, responsibilities, but even in their health and fitness journey. They want to do it all and they want to do it all perfectly and they want to do everything and change all at once and go hard because they think more is better and more is not better. More is worse because guess what? Women are not small men. We have a completely different physiology a completely different psychology and our bodies respond differently to exercise and respond differently to diet and we need to take into account our very very complex hormone system because of course we have our menstrual cycle that plays a huge role in how our bodies perform and feel and 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 we have to actually stop thinking that we are small men because we're not and so going hard is actually going to backfire and you don't want to go hard especially in the beginning now there are moments where perhaps you can go hard and that's okay but usually they are short periods short mini cuts right where you're doing a deficit or a calorie uh, deficit um diet Uh, diet phase that's short maybe five or four to five weeks maybe even eight at the most but generally you you know you kind of like dip in and dip out you know it's very quick and you go back to homeostasis because if you spend too much time dieting if you spend too much time going hard you will burn out you're going to burn out your adrenals and you're going to actually make things worse for you to get results. So let's stop thinking that we need to go hard all the time. And instead, let's focus on being more consistent with the basics, being consistent day in and day out with the things that are going to get our results, right? Instead of thinking that you need to do six days a week in the gym, let's bring it back to like three maximum four days of strength training that is so much more effective than thinking you need to go every single day no rest days right um i mean i don't know where this came from i think it started in the like 2000s where it was all about like this this really intense way of coaching and i think it was in the with the rise of boot camps um where a coach is standing next to you and and beating you up basically with um pseudo motivation and it doesn't work it doesn't motivate you and this this way of training and eating you know where you you know you have to be super restrictive and you can't get results if you're not really restrictive like this is just old school now let's move away from that let's build a healthier relationship with exercise build a healthier relationship with food this year and the years to come okay number eight is not paying attention to other areas of your life and you're only focusing on diet and workouts. And this is something that I have a huge story to tell, but I won't get into it too much. If you want to listen to it, you can definitely go back to the very first episode. But guys, it's more than diet and exercise. Heck, I even have an episode just about that. It is more than eating the best diet, having the best diet, eating the right amount of macros and calories and doing the specific workouts that you're doing in the gym. It's more than that. Okay. We need to start paying attention to our mental health. It's so crucial. And if you haven't listened to the episode that I did with my fellow coach friend, uh, 
Sarah, who is uh, the anxiety fitness coach, definitely go and check it out. It is such a good episode. Talks about how we need to get get away from that stigma of being perfect. And we talked a lot about anxiety in the fitness space. But most of all, I want to just I want to just say like I want to ask you, how are you? Like really? Like how are you doing? Look, we've had a really rough couple of years. I mean, we're still we're still in this weird time where there's this this pandemic. We don't know when it's going to be finished. We don't know when it's going to be over. We don't know if we're ever going back to normal. I personally don't think we're we are. And we are more disconnected than ever because of social media. I really want to you think about this. I want you to think about your mental health, your stress levels. And I want you to think about your sleep. Are you sleeping? Are you getting good sleep? Not just eight hours, but eight solid hours of deep sleep. Granted, it's not always possible. We do have REM phases, but are you actually waking up refreshed or are you waking up even more exhausted than the, when you went to bed? Are you working into the weird wee hours of the night? Are you stressed out because you've just got too many things on your plate? Ask yourself this because it's not just about diet and exercise. Um, all of these things play a huge role and they indirectly and directly affect your choices when it comes to eating and training. So I really want you to think about this for the new year. Don't just go head first into diet and exercise. Just sit back and think about ways that you can pull back a little bit and be a little bit more conservative this year when it comes to your health and fitness. Take it slow, right? It's the first week of January. You don't need to change everything this week. You don't need to get on another restrictive, miserable diet. You do not need to work hours into the night to build your business or to earn money. Your health is important. Your mental health is important. So let's really just slow down, okay? All right, last but not least, being impatient and not consistent and you're focused only on the, you're only focused on the destination and not the process. So this is I left the, I saved the best for last because I wanted to end this episode with the most important thing and that is patience. Nothing worth having comes easy, but it certainly doesn't happen overnight. I want you to trust the process. If you're starting a a diet phase right now and you're going into the new year wanting to lose weight and you need to cut calories and you need to change your nutrition habits, I want you to take it slow. As we said, I want you to take it step by step and I want you to start looking at the bigger picture. I want you to start looking down the road and ask yourself, can I sustain this? 
is this way of eating sustainable? Can I eat like this forever? If the answer is no, you have no business doing that diet. And I invite you to learn about your body. I invite you to learn about nutrition. I invite you to learn about calories and energy balance by tracking your food in an app or a food diary, taking pictures of your food, whatever the case may be. I want you to start paying attention. I want you to ignore the noise and look at this from a perspective of you've been doing the same thing over and over and over again year after year why is this year different if you're going to do the same thing if you're coming and telling me that well it worked last time but you're back to square one did it really work if you did the keto diet and you lost weight And now you're back at square one. You gained weight. Did the keto diet work for you? It didn't work. Because you're back at square one. Those supplements that you want to take, those those appetite suppressants that you think are going to be the secret, the magic, they're not going to be that secret. They're not going to be the magic pill. They're just covering up, again, you trying to avoid the hard work, the patience, and the consistency that is needed instead to see it through. So I want you to start thinking about enjoying the process. How can you enjoy the process rather than just thinking about the journey and how far you have to go and the destination that you want to get to? Okay, you want to lose 20 kilos, that's all you're focusing on rather than focusing on the the joy of the journey of learning about yourself and having fun in the process. You have to own it. You have to own your choices. You have to own your goals. If you want to do this, if you want to lose weight, if you want to build muscle, If you want to be 10% body fat, I don't know what it is that you want to do. If you want to deadlift 100 kilos, you need to own that goal. You need to own the choices that have brought you up until this point. And you need to be honest with yourself. And you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, this is not over. We are going to do this the right way. We're going to be patient, we're going to be consistent with the boring work, and we are going to get results because inevitably, if you put in the work, you will get results. You won't get results if you don't put the work in. And the clients that don't put the work in are the ones that usually complain because they know that they haven't put the work in. So they're trying to find something to blame, whether it's the whether it's themselves or whether it's something outside of them or it's someone or something or a person or a program or a trainer or a coach or diet or something outside. But they never look at themselves and think, I don't need to blame myself, but I need to be honest with myself. I haven't been consistent. 
Look at yourself. Have you been consistent? And when I say consistent, I don't mean like, oh yeah, like I, I, you know, I've been consistent one day out of 10. And most of the time, people don't realize how inconsistent they've been because they don't track it. So I invite you to keep a consistency calendar. Simply write down what you need to achieve every single day. And if you've achieved it at the end of the day, you put a big fat red cross on it. And if you didn't, you put a circle, a black one. And by the end of the month, look at how many red crosses you have versus the uh, the black circles and make an evaluation. Evaluate, were you consistent? And by the way, 80% consistency, you know, that 80-20 rule, 80-20 rule is not 50-50. It's not 40%, it's 80%. What does that look like on a 30-day calendar? It looks like 23 days out of 30. That's 80%. 23 days out of 30. So as you can see, you got to be more consistent than inconsistent. If you started tracking in MyFitnessPal, you can't track for three days consistently and then not track for a week or two and then come back and track for another day and then, you know, stop tracking for three days and then track another day. That doesn't work. That's not consistent. That's inconsistent. So you can't complain that you didn't get the work, uh, that you didn't get results from the work that you didn't put in. And I'm, I'm preaching to the choir because I do this shit. I am human. I do the same thing. I'm not consistent with certain things and I don't see growth. I wasn't consistent last year podcasting. I didn't really grow my podcast last year. So you have to be honest with yourself. And you have to be patient. You got to trust the process and focus on the journey, the process, not just the destination. So guys, these are quite a lot of mistakes that I see a lot of people making. But if you don't make these nutrition and fitness mistakes in 2022, you're on the road to getting results. And with that being said, I'm opening up or I've opened already, it's enrollment week for me. I, I'm enrolling five new amazing people into my program, specifically women, but I do coach men sometimes, but I know that most of my listen, listeners are women. And I'm enrolling women who want to drop fat and build a healthier relationship with food and perhaps boost their slow metabolism, get out of plateau. Maybe you've been trying and it's not working. Maybe you've dieted in the past and you're just not sure what to do next. You've yo-yo dieted. If this is you and you want to change the way your body looks, change your body composition, lose fat, get stronger in the new year, then the Body by Less coaching program is for you. And if you're interested in what it's like and you want to know how I coach my clients in the lean method, which is part of the Body by Less coaching program, you can go and check out the last two episodes that I've done that I did last month on what it's like online coaching with me and what it's like to be a client of mine in the lean method and the phases that you need to go through. And then maybe you can, you know, have a chat with me, book a call, book a clarity call in the link in my bio and let's talk and see if it might be the right fit for you in the new year. So 
Let's go, guys. I'm so excited for the new year. We can do this. Okay, we can do this. And by the way, if you are not part of the Facebook group where I go live every single week, you need to come on to the group. We are going to do so many amazing things in the new year. I'm going to be bringing guests into the group um, for live streams and training and workshops. I'm going to be doing uh, challenges and so many amazing things. So go to the link in my bio and join us in the group. All right, guys, thank you for joining me on the first episode of the new year. Again, I wish you a happy new year and I'm going to see you next week. All right, bye. Bye bye.